Object Lesson with me, Mark Conforti. A podcast finding meaning in everyday things. For this episode, a spoon. I grew up in a big Italian family. Lots of laughter, lots of hugs, and lots of food. When we would go visit my aunt's house, you could always count on a giant pan sitting on the stove with homemade gravy. Now, some people call it sauce that you put on your pasta, but we call it gravy. You don't ever want the gravy to stick to the pan, so all the cousins would take turns stirring the gravy with a giant wooden spoon. You just kept stirring and stirring the gravy. You know, in the kitchen, you'll find all kinds of spoons, wooden spoons, slotted spoons, spoons for scooping ingredients for baking, spoons for measuring, spoons for tasting. I'm thinking especially about a regular spoon at a place setting, flatware, as some call it. I was visiting someone in a nursing home recently, and this elderly person was eating applesauce with a spoon. It got me thinking about something Hannah Goldfield wrote. She's a food critic for The New Yorker. She wrote that spoons are the first utensil most humans encounter, and often the last. A baby learns to eat with a spoon. And oftentimes, a person's last bite of food comes from a spoon. Now, in between, think of all the soup, grits, gumbo, yogurt, cereal, ice cream, peanut butter, or Nutella people eat with a spoon. There's a great line from the 1991 film Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. The late, great actor, Alan Rickman, played the sheriff of Nottingham. And at one time, when he's just so aggravated with Robin Hood chasing after him, he yells loudly at Robin Hood, Luxley, I'll cut your heart out with a spoon. And then in a later scene, another character asks, Why a spoon? Why not an axe? Alan Rickman, as the sheriff of Nottingham, replies, Because it's dull, you twit. It'll hurt more. That's just it about a spoon. It doesn't have pointed prongs like a fork. doesn't have a sharp or serrated edge like a knife. Well, what is a spoon? A spoon is essentially a little shallow bowl at the end of a little handle. A spoon is a little shovel. A shovel is big. A spoon is small. But they try to do the same work. We live in a world that assumes bigger is always better. But sometimes a smaller version is useful and exactly what's needed. There's usefulness in a smaller version. Imagine a gardening shovel at the dinner table. What would the etiquette instructor say about that? Well, what about the good deeds, the acts of kindness we do in life? When we see so many challenges all around us, we see so many huge needs that need not just a shovel's worth, but a front-end loader's worth of kindness. The needs sometimes seem too big, too difficult, and it can leave us feeling like our part doesn't matter. But it does. I want to encourage us to not get discouraged by the enormity of the challenges out there in the world. When we look at literacy rates and the challenges that so many children have in school, learning how to read, that might be too much for you by yourself to conquer, but you can help one child to learn to read. Or when we see the devastating effects of poverty, you can still contribute to your local food pantry or serve a meal at a kitchen. You know those small gestures such as smiling, 
holding open the door, not rushing others at the checkout line. These are worthwhile efforts. I've learned not to force-feed kindness. After all, a spoon does not have a sharp edge and it doesn't try to stab. A spoon is all about holding and offering something worthwhile. So, the next time you hold a spoon, think about this. If a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down, then maybe a spoonful of kindness can help the world go round. Mm-hmm.